Charm Diamond Centers. Okay, not bad, but remember, those three little words carry a lot of weight. Has to say 50 years of a family-owned business. Charm Diamond Centers. Dylan, think lifetime diamond guarantee, unbeatable pricing policy, stores across the country filled with experts who love love. Charm Diamond Centers. 0% interest financing, trade-up policy, easy payments. I need to feel that in your voice. It has to sound like Charm Diamond Centers. Wow, that was really good. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Heavier Remshack. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Liam and I are wearing matching pants. Let's get into it with the lead. Similar to the day I met Connor McDavid. We are. We pants. are they the same shade? No, yours are charcoal, mine are black. Oh, ah, I should have worn the black. Noir, I believe the French say. Mm. Aaron, what are you rocking? I'm today? wearing Lulu ABCs. Oh, well. we're all wearing the same kind of pants. What color you got though? Blue. Oh. Oh, blue. Oh, I, my blue I got blue. Today. Yeah, right. we have the same pair of pants, too. There you go. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day. Uh, the Oilers are going for eight wins in a row. That's probably the lead. As much as people uh, might care about what we're wearing. Yeah, that's probably a good place to start, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, probably. Uh, welcome into the Sports Closet Studio, where we do the show from every day. Well, every weekday. As always, we're streaming live on the Oilers Nation YouTube, where... Someone with a very confusing name is in and says, where's Dusty Emu and why isn't he working with Jack Campbell right now? Good Lord. I'm sorry. First off, appreciate the comment. I think it's your first time commenting. Second, I hardly care. Um, the Oilers going for eight wins in a row tonight as they take on the Chicago Blackhawks. We got a loaded show coming up. We got a trade in the National Hockey League to discuss that trade went alert. down last night. And it is a spicy one. Ooh, Aaron, in yeah. the DFO work tape, there is the John Tortorella clip. Can I have that? I got it. I also put the Betway stuff in the work tape. There you <laughs> go. So. We're doing well, our prep live day, on the air. Uh, yeah, it is a Sherwood Ford giant game day. Every game day on Oilers Nation every day is brought to you by Sherwood Ford and the mobile service van. It will come to customers in the Edmonton region for their winter tire swap. As long as your tires are already on rims. And if you need the tires changed over, they can do that too at the dealership service center. They'll pick up the vehicle, service it, deliver it back to you. When the tire changeover is completed, that's the kind of service you get with our friends at Sherwood Ford. The giant mainlander Tim is in on the chat. Convinced the wife that we should join the nation vacation to Arizona. I bought tickets and now I need volunteers to ensure my wife is shown a good time. Pause. Um, that is going to be a lot of fun. Three of us are all going to be there. I know I've said that. It's kind of that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Nation vacation coming up Feb 18th, the 20th, 1999 for double occupancy. Or you can get the flightless option. You can. Which is what I believe Mainlander Tim did. It's $9.99. $9.99. You don't need a, if you don't need the flight, you can get your tickets, your hotel, all that stuff. Come hang out with us at the Nation Vacation. Mistaken Mexican is in and says, is Jay late again? No, he's in Maui. I actually have no idea where he is because he sent... I thought he was in Maui because I told you that. Is he not in Maui? Well, today, he texted us his bets in Spanish. He might be in Mexico. We, my first instinct was that he's in Mexico. Yeah, it's just somewhere warm. Not here. It is minus 20 something and snowing a lot. It's coming down. Oy, oy, not oy. That's not, not good. good. It stays like this. I miss working. Sure, in, in Park. Mobile service, man. Because then he was just like, hop, hop, skip, and a jump home. 
Yeah, no but still, I mean, a 25-minute commute is not bad. It's only 15 for me. Ooh, only 15 to get out of the park. It's not bad. Depends on how fast you drive. That is really not bad at all. Uh, all right, short four giant game day for the Oilers. Let's talk about this quickly. The Chicago Blackhawks are not good to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then you add nine injuries into the mix. And it's like, oh boy, I don't know how the Oilers lose this hockey game, which is dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. But still, uh, just looking right now, those stats paint quite the story. The Oilers have the lead in every single category. And then you get into the Hawks and their injuries. They are without Taylor Hall done for the season. Athanasiu out long-term Nick Foligno out long-term Tyler Johnson out of the lineup, Anthony Beauvillier out of the lineup, Connor Bedard, kind of good, kind of their leading scorer as a rookie out of the lineup. Seth Jones, kind of their only NHL caliber D-man, if we're being totally honest. Actually, Connor Murphy's good. Connor Murphy is a good player. And Kevin Korchinski's good, but he's young. And Nikita Zaitsev's overpaid, but he's an NHL defenseman. But that blue line sticks. Jacob Magna's good. Well, no, he was on waivers a week ago, so come on. He's all right. He was on waivers. But people wanted him last year. Remember he got traded for like a fourth-round pick? I mean, I'm not trying to contradict your point by the point is (laughs) this lineup as constructed that people are looking at on the YouTube right now. It stinks. And the Oilers should throttle them tonight. It should be an eight one win. Somebody put in the chat there. I missed it already. My apologies. Uh, Could this be a trap game? No, because trap games are against teams like when Chicago, they're fully healthy and they have guys like Taylor Hall and Anthony C who guys can actually like bite you a little bit. Tonight is like, who are you worried about? Not to mm-hmm. undersell them too much, but like, yes, they beat Calgary, but Calgary's been up and down this season has their own problems. The Oilers currently the hottest team in the NHL. If you don't beat Chicago tonight, then something bad happened. And I don't mean you didn't play your best. Yeah, 1000%. Like, I'm trying to look around at like what would be considered a trap game in the NHL. I, th- I think a team like Anaheim can play a trap game where, like, if their young guys yeah. show up, they got some depth. They got NHL pieces. They got goalies that can sometimes steal games. Like Anaheim is a team that's capable of getting you in a trap. Ottawa, Buffalo, even Montreal on Saturday. Right? Like yeah. um, when Lucas Dostal put 55 saves up against yeah. Toronto. You know, uh, that's a trap game. If you remember back to the show last week, I get, went and predicted the results of the entire month of January. Nailed the win over Ottawa on Saturday. And I do have them winning tonight against the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, one interesting note in this one, and it'll be our Sherwood Ford giant game day question. Liam Stuart Skinner is going to get the start tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. They play at the Red Wings on Thursday and the Habs on Saturday. Stuart Skinner nails as of late seventh in save percentage amongst qualified goalies since December 1st. He is eight and two in that stretch. His numbers on the season back to a, well, respectable level, if we're being honest. Not quite league average, but right around that mm-hmm. mark. Um, was this the right call going with Stu tonight and then picks on Thursday? Yes. My first reason will be pick a revenge game on Thursday. So rightfully, mm. good management skills by the others there. But also, I think sometimes, too, it's good to give your starter an easier night. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of take the stress from him a little bit. If he's going in every night with... The mentality, and he should have this, but like the the conversation of being like Skinner's got to steal it for them tonight. He's got to be at his best. Well, tonight is like, yeah, if Skinner's like fine, the you other know, should be fine. You know what I mean? So I think it's I think it's good to give your your starter the occasional game against easier opponent. <laughs> yeah, you know and, what I mean, yeah, like I I think I would have disagreed with this if it was Toronto or Seattle, yeah. or Calgary coming up on Thursday. The fact that it's Detroit and they have been themselves wildly up and down and inconsistent for the last little bit. They're on a three game heater, but despite that, they're still only five and five in their last 10. I think that's fine. Calvin Pickard's given you 904 goaltending so far this season at the NHL level. So you can trust him a little bit there. And there's also nothing wrong with just giving yourself the best chance to go get the two points tonight. And Skinner does give you that. So when did Pickard last play? Trying to think of the top man. Was it San Jose? Yeah, no, Skinner, Anaheim, Skinner Anaheim. shout out San Jose. Anaheim, 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 Anaheim on New Year's Eve. So he's only played like Skinner's. It's not like they've played him seven in a row, right? He's yeah. played back to back games, trying to maybe get back into the swing of things on a consistent basis after Christmas. Like maybe he just plays. Maybe they give Montreal on Saturday to pick it. Maybe they just play Skinner, Chicago, Detroit, and Montreal Saturday. I actually wouldn't entirely yeah, rule that probably, out. Probably the way I would go because then you have Toronto. 
Seattle, Calgary, where you probably want pick, uh, Skinner for all three. And then you have Columbus, Chicago, Nashville to end the month. So, you know, there's, yeah. a, there's a couple of spots there where Pickard, you can kind of sacrifice is the wrong word, but I'll use it like sacrifice Pickard. Montreal has a one or has 111 goals so far. That is the second worst mark in the entire Eastern yeah. Conference. So if you're looking at the next two weeks here and going, okay, next week, two on home and then the Battle of Alberta, probably want to go stew for all three. When do you want to give him the game off? Saturday is actually probably that game. So I think that's an interesting point. Just because it's not pickered tonight doesn't mean it's automatically pickered on Thursday against the Detroit Red Wings. The only thing where maybe I'd be cautious about going that route is you have two days off between Montreal and Toronto. So do you want Skinner getting four days off in between starts? Or would you rather give him a nice three-day break, play him two-day break Toronto? No, I, I, I'd be sorry. What, what was it? You would play in Montreal and Toronto. Yeah, because he has a two-day break in there, right? No, I would. I would be fine okay. with with not playing in Toronto. There's a lot of games in in. Well, we've got nine now, right? Yeah. There's a lot of games in his back half of the season, so I think giving Skinner a couple of days off isn't going to be such a bad thing. Plus, they're probably not even going to. No one will practice on the Sunday, right? I'm assuming that's probably an off day, so practice on Monday. Uh, there you go. That's our short for giant game day a question. You can have your say over in the YouTube chat. Mainlander Tim is in and says, Stu pick Stu. Um, Mateo is in and says, Pickard should start Thursday and Saturday. Toronto's game should be Skinner. I don't know if you need to go Pickard back to back unless he like tosses a shutout. Um, knock on wood. I know some of you are just superstitious. Epiphany is in and says, Pickard will play when he plays and he'll do great like he has for us so far. Faith is acceptance, accept reality. He'll be fine. That is somewhat deep. So I'll just move on because I'm not sure I want to deal with that. Uh, Kenneth Mark Holland says Pickard in the next three. Why not? Why not? Whatever you think, Kenny. Whatever you think, Kenny boy. <laughs> not that you're up to that much right now. Um, Calvin Pickard himself in the chat says I don't need to be tested. So there you go. Um, Captain Felton is in the chat. What's up, Captain? Captain? He says Pickard plays Thursday against old team. Yeah. Like you said, Liam, I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Also tonight, uh, Pitlick revenge game. Different Pitlick. Rem Pitlick will make his uh, Hawks debut. Tyler Pitlick played against Calgary. Played against Calgary for no Rem Pitlick played oh. against Calgary the other day. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay, so it's not his game. debut. It's his Tyler Pitlick is Dallas? he's a Ranger. Oh, I've got a few teams. Tyler, if yeah. only we had the internet. Great puck <laughs> doku answer, Tyler Pitlick. Oh man, he really is. Uh, he's a forward oh. for the New York Rangers. So they did play Pitlick not I, that long. I ago. remember when they got rid of Pit- Tyler Pitlick. Oh my God, is he ever a good puck doku yeah. answer? I was fairly Oil- disappointed. Oilers, Stars, Flyers, Yotes, Flames, Habs, Blues, Rangers. Hang on. He's almost Holy. 8, 16, 24, 32. He's crossed off 25% of the league. Good for him. Yeah, I was cool. really bummed out. Remember that his last year in Edmonton, he had eight goals in 31 games before he like blew out his knee. Yeah. I liked him, man. I, he was a good player. I liked him a lot too. Did they trade him or did he just leave as a free? Yeah, he signed in Dallas. Was traded from Dallas to Philadelphia for Ryan Hartman. Jesus. Yeah. And then he was also involved in the Tyler Toffoli trade from uh, Montreal to Calgary. So yeah, he's not even a guy who just like hasn't gotten or has had like scraped together on one year deals. Like he's been traded a lot. He just gets injured all the time. Very injury prone, unfortunately. Mateo says, "Do you guys ever play Ordle? You Ordle. I don't, were you a Wordle guy? I play Wordle every night. You still do? Yeah. Have you tried the other New York Times game? Connection? Yeah, yeah, it's the best. It's so hard. <laughs> I know. I play before before I go to bed every night. I play Connections. Wordle, Wordle, flag one. That is the flag one, and then um, the mini, which is the crossword. Mm. But you do you don't do puck doku? Uh, occasionally, I'll, I'll dab, I dab dip into I puck. No wonder you don't sleep. Yeah, I got Wordle on right now, actually. But I'll play. So it's it like a hockey play. version of it. Yeah, it's okay. NHL player. Should we play? Uh, Mainlander Tim says, do the Oilers score more than the Huskies did last night? Did you watch the Natty National Championship? No, I couldn't find it. I know it was on TSM, but I just couldn't find it on my cable. Provider. What do you mean? What do you I know. Mean? I literally, I don't know what it is. It just, I TSN. Who's your provider? It's on like Bell. four different TSN. Yo, your provider's not Bell. No, no, no. It is. I think it is. No, they don't do cable or satellite in Western Canada. Is it like Shaw they call them Shaw. There you go. Oh, they do. No, they do satellite. They don't do cable. What's the difference? 
What do you? What mean? is the difference between satellite? One gets to you through a cable. One gets to you through a satellite. Well, maybe I have satellite. I don't think you have satellite in Shirt Park. I didn't watch the game. <laughs> you saw it. You didn't watch the Natty. Uh, it sucked. Who won? Uh, Michigan did. I wanted oh, to bet it? on Michigan. You guys talked me out of it. So we're friends off for like an hour. Why? Because I said, go JC share it. Yeah. That convinced <laughs> me not to put my hard earned money on Michigan. I should have bet on Michigan. Uh, anyways, I took, somebody actually, I took Husky spread didn't work out. Yeah. Felt like an idiot. Somebody, somebody texted me. I, do you know what? Check the guy. I agree. I should have checked the, I was on the guide and for whatever reason, bell doesn't have like, it'll have all these sports channels, but it won't have like TSM with them. It just takes me forever, and I just get annoyed, so I just turned it off, and I just did other stuff. Greg is in and says, Liam, you don't have satellite. (laughs) I think I do. I don't know. I'll check it out later. Also, someone sent me a link to why Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is not called, is, yeah, why it's called Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. It's because he was trying to sell a chocolate bar. There you go. Well, you know. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we, like I said, we have important stuff to get to on the show today. Colby Cohn's going to swing by in a little bit. He's our friend. He's a former NHLer. He's one half of the new show, Morning Cup of Hockey, on Daily Faceoff and on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. Uh, but first, let's talk about the big story last night a trade that just came absolutely out of nowhere. Cutter Gauthier, the fifth overall pick from two seasons ago, sent to the Anaheim Ducks, a Pacific Division rival of the Oilers. The Flyers picking up Jamie Drysdale, the former World Junior standout, and a second-round pick in 2025. So not this upcoming draft, the next year's draft. Uh, this is a stunner. But then in the about hour after the deal was made, you hear Flyers GM Danny Bruyere come out and talk an insane amount of shit about Cutter Gauthier. You hear the CEO, who Frank said is kind of like the spokesperson for the owner, come out and talk a whole bunch of shit about Cutter Gauthier. Mm -hmm. And then you have pretty much everyone in the Flyers organization. Keith Jones came out and John Tortorella with this comment. That Cutter didn't want to play here in Philadelphia and didn't want to play for the Flyers. What's your reaction to that? Then we don't want you. John, I believe you've met Cutter Gauthier before. Were you surprised that he? I don't know Cutter from a hole in a wall, you know. So, and I'm not too interested in talking about him. I'd rather talk about Jamie. He's the guy that's coming here. <laughs> I mean, classic torts. Yeah. Maybe that's why you didn't want to play that. What did you make of? I'll ask you because you're you're a bit of a prospect. How would you make of the trade? Well, I think. Um, Jamie Drysdale is a good player. I think, I think both teams got a good investment, right? Like kind of go to, we don't know what it'll be at the NHL level. Yeah. Obviously he hasn't played, probably gonna be a but he'd though. probably be pretty good. But saying that like that top five, of that draft is kind of weird. You know, it's like Sofkowski, Nemec, right? Cooling and him. So we'll see. But like the call that Anaheim is building is really good. And I think Philadelphia probably needed a defenseman. Like they Drysdale, did, right? And you know what? I think Philly York's good. I like York though. Yeah, it's really hard to win this deal if you're Philly. Like you have a high end prospect who hasn't played in the league yet, who does not want to play for you. So what do you do, right? And I think they did a good job to get the draft pick thrown in here, and then to get a guy in Drysdale who not only improves them now, they need a right shot guy who can run that power play. Yeah, two point three million for two more seasons. Great cap hit on him if he stays healthy. That's going to be a top four right shot D-man for the next 10 years. So again, it was, they didn't win the deal. I think Anaheim clearly won the deal. Cutter Goche falls into their lap. But Philly made the best of a bad situation. And that is also a win. Yeah, I think they both won in their own ways. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting now too, to see if a guy like maybe Sean Walker kind of becomes available. You like him as an oiler? I think he's got, he's got upside. I just wonder if it gives him now the opportunity just to be like, okay, well, now we have Drysdale. We don't need Sean Walker. We can capitalize, trade Sean Walker for a second or a third round pick. Take the second and third round pick, go get a forward, and all of a sudden your team this year keeps getting better, and you're still building towards the future. Yeah, but I guess, what what do you think? Do you think it's fair what Cutter Gauthier did? Do you think think both sides have reasonable ground to stand on here? But what's Gauthier's beef? I don't know. But also, I looked just on a bit of a timeline thing. Tortorella was signed by 
Philadelphia on June 17th. There's a part of me that kind of goes like, you know, a lot of players have played for torts and had success. Yeah, 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 for sure. Just suck it up. If if this is, I want to know what the deal is. If it's because he was a Penguins fan growing up, suck the shit. Dumb as hell. Grow up, be a professional. That being said, if my kid gets drafted to the Calgary Flames, (laughs) out the door, buddy. Just kidding. I want your money. I think think it's fair to say, no, I don't want to play there. I think like I... And it sounds like it it never got out. I don't like the it's idea. So of that, I don't like the idea of them going to Sweden and then him not talking to them. Yeah, also, I didn't go to their development camp. Seems like a dick move. But I don't know. It's just it's interesting. It's very interesting. We and I wonder what the ripple effect of this will be now because we've obviously seen this a lot in the past with mm-hmm. guys like Justin Schultz and uh, is it Jimmy VC was one right? Yeah, guys who were college prospects and then just never signed. But Matt because, Gilroy, Matt, yeah. That was my next name, mm-hmm. but they went first round picks, so nobody cared. Mm-hmm. And now he's a fifth round, a fifth overall pick. Sorry, and now it's obviously a bigger story because he's a huge prospect. But I'm just curious how this kind of trails in the next couple years because NCAA players and high end like US development players are becoming more and more likely getting drafted and higher in the draft. Right? Yeah, it's just you know what? Think of guys who play NCAA hockey. They're all spoiled. They're all entitled. <laughs> Let's get to the star mechanical guest line where our pal Colby Cohn swings by 30 points in 36 games. Of the That's Aaron. That's Colby, I, what's going on? I knew you. I, for, I'm going to start today, Tyler, with, with correcting you. Matt Gilroy was not a draft pick. Matt Gilroy was a free agent, never was drafted. Um, he was about 20, I don't know, five or six years old when he signed. So he didn't even have to sign a rookie contract because he went back for another year. He was only about six years older than me when I was a freshman and we were on the same team. So um, I've been dying to get into the in, in here because you guys have been talking about this whole situation and I just have so many thoughts about it. And, and, you know, Frank and I got into it a little bit earlier today on, on, on my show, just kind of thinking about it a little bit differently. But at the end of the day, I, I, I'm not upset. Um, you know, and for the record, I'm from Philadelphia. I grew up a Philadelphia Flyers fan. I am certainly not a Philadelphia Flyers fan anymore. That died the day of the NHL draft. Um, they skipped me multiple times. Uh, they fed me a couple of lines. I'll never forgive them. Um, I'm just kidding a little bit, sort of. <laughs> but um, I, I'm, but I, but I do understand the fan base, guys, and I do understand why people are upset and. I think the reality of this Gauthier situation is that uh, the way it was handled was not great. Um, The way he, like you guys said, he wouldn't talk to the Flyers in Sweden. You know, you don't, you don't not talk to Danny Briere. You don't not talk to John LeClaire when he flies up to Boston to watch you play at BC and you send your coach after the game and you say, and, and Greg Brown says, yeah, sorry, guys. He's not going to talk to you. Patrick Sharp, same thing. To me, that's a level of disrespect that you don't show a guy who played in the NHL, albeit five games or, you know, a borderline, you know, uh, Hall of Famers. And I don't think Sharpie or LeClaire are, are Hall of Famers, but they're Flyers Hall of Famer, Blackhawks Hall of Famer. They're, they're, you know, ring of honor type players for their organization. So I think the disrespect is, is part of the issue there. Um, I, I personally believe that Tortorella had something to do with it. They can say it, it has nothing to do with that all they want, but unless they come out and tell us what it's about, then that's our job. We're going to speculate. So um, I, I just don't like the way that the player handled it, but I have no problem with it. He had leverage and he used his leverage. I mean, look, the CBA is the CBA and college players have a certain amount of leverage by threatening to go back to college. Um, and that's, you know, what, what was taking place here. Uh, the big question continues is why I've heard different people say different things. Scott Hartnell said, um, last night on television, and I know you're laughing, Tyler, because you're you're thinking about the hair thing that that's been going around. But but Hartsey said last night that this could stem from the fact that he wanted to go to the Flyers after his freshman year at BC, and the Flyers kind of said, "I don't think that's the right move. Um, we're in this rebuild. 
you know, we think you could use another year, which he could use another year. It, it was the right decision for the player's development. And I think that um, potentially that rubbed him in his camp the wrong way. I, I, but again, even that, he's the fifth overall pick. If you want to sign, they will sign you. If you say, look, I want to play and I want to play now, they will say yes. So it's a lot of sort of he said, she said right now, and we don't really know what's going on. Um, but at the end of the day, I get why the fans are pissed. I get why they did what they did last night. Jones, Briere, Hilferty, the CEO, they were all out doing the pre, you know, in the booth, in the intermission, uh, on the radio, on a podcast. I mean, one after the next, it was a total coordinated media effort by hockey management. And guys, look, I, I worked for a team for the last couple of years and the way it works. And, and I know I'm telling you guys things you already know, but to explain it to your audience, when there's a major event, the brain trust gets together, they come up with the talking points and then talking points are distributed to everybody who works in and around the organization to make sure everybody is singing the same tune. And that was very evident last night because everybody was saying the exact same thing. They were sticking to the talking points. It's just so interesting because another layer of this too is when you go to college, it's not like you get drafted to BC. You get to pick where you go. Like So basically this kid has been able to pick exactly where he wants to go. And it feels like obviously we have no idea about this, but like the first time he's told, no, we won't, you cannot do this is the first time he's like, all right, we'll see you later. Like he's just it feels a little his, entitled. He, he, a little bit. And I don't like the idea of like all these scouts coming to talk to him. Like I don't think people have a problem with being told no it's when you literally don't talk to people is when the issue kind of comes into play so it feels a little bit entitled for a guy that hasn't done anything in the league yet but also he has every right to do this as well it's, it's, his, just, it's his reputation it's is his, ruining it's right. his life and yeah. he, who knows like this guy might go to anaheim and be the best player that's ever played for the anaheim mm -hmm. he he's also he's also he grew up in arizona Okay, he's got a little bit more of a West Coast uh, attitude, right? It's a little bit different than the East Coast. And again, you never know what a guy's going through. You never know about their family life. You never know if maybe, you know, you want to be closer to your parent, whatever. They're, they're, and that's where I agree with you. Like, this is his right. He didn't break a law. He didn't break a rule. He used leverage that he had. Um you know, I don't really understand the timing of it all. I don't agree with the fact that the Flyers have said we were never going to get more for him than we got today. Um, I, I'm not sure I agree with that. I do understand that once this really got out, then they lost leverage. But they were talking to 18 teams, Frank Saravalli reported. So if they're talking to 18 teams, Everybody knows the situation at that point. This wouldn't have been a surprise. So I would have loved to have seen, um, you know, them hold out and try to go for a bigger return. And, you know, look, nothing against Jamie Drysdale. I just don't think they have the same ceiling, these two players. Neither player has reached anything close to their ceiling. Jamie's a, a year or two ahead of him because he's played some NHL games. But, you know, I, I just think, I would have loved to have seen it, Jamie Drysdale, on a first-round pick because Anaheim's going to have early first-round picks, or, or you know, I, I don't know. But I do think Drysdale fills a hole for the Flyers. They don't have a, a power play defenseman right now, right shot defensemen, as you guys know from from watching the Edmonton Oilers for years, are not necessarily guys that grow on trees. So you know, I, I do think we have to give Jamie Drysdale a little bit of love here and and talk about the fact that this is a quality player when healthy. So let's talk about the Ducks then a little bit here because Frank on DFO Live today, uh, he said, listen, you got McTavish, you got Carlson, you got Gauthier, you have this, you still have a ton of good young D-men, Olin yeah, Zellweger, Minchikov yeah. or whatever, yeah. um, and then Jackson Lacombe as well has been playing 20 plus yeah. minutes on some nights. So mm -hmm. like they're set. And Frank kind of threw out the idea that Maybe Trevor Zegras is going to be the odd man out in Anaheim. I've always been someone that believes his star has inflated his value a little bit. I think I don't think on the ice he's a superstar player, but he's got the aura of a superstar. Mm -hmm. Would that be? Would you if you were if you were Pat Verbeek in the Ducks? Would you be saying you know what? Yeah, maybe we don't need Trevor Zegras, or would you be sitting there going, no, hold on to that guy, too talented? So. I, I think you bring up a great point. And in the beginning of that, you talked a little bit about the depth that they now have. 
Cutter Goche is not going to be a center in the top six for the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. And I know they're not called the Mighty Ducks anymore. I do that consistently. So uh-huh. it is what it is. But um, he he's going to have to play the wing if he wants to play in the top six. And the other thing is, is Greg Cronin, who's the head coach out in Anaheim, who, who's new to being an NHL head coach, he's got a lot of torts in him. Like, he is not a walk in the park. Uh, I played against him on numerous occasions. Uh, he one time threw a water bottle at me. Uh, during the bean pot and got thrown out of the game, which was awesome. Um, I mean, not a happy camper, but he he was a yeller and a screamer at Northeastern. Greg Cronin, we're talking about. And then let's talk about Pat Verbeek. Again, another guy, not a walk in the park, a total serious, no bullshit type of guy. So it's not like Cutters is trading out this oh big bad John Tortorella for like these walk in the park figures over in Anaheim. These are hard nosed NHL guys as well. And so when you start to think about a guy like Trevor Zegris, who is more like Jeff Spicoli um, and left le- less like you know th- this NHL superstar that carries the play every night, I a hundred percent think he could find himself on the outside looking in for what it is that they're trying to build, unless. Ownership says, no, no, this guy sells tickets. This guy sells jerseys and this guy, you know, it it plays in the all-star game and gets eyes on our games because all I'm saying is, is when you look at the style of people running that organization, Zegris is not a guy who fits in. And I think that was evident in the way that Jamie Drysdale just got shipped out because he's an undersized, skilled, offensive defenseman who doesn't necessarily fit the mold of what I would think a Pat Verbeek team would look like, a big, strong, heavy, north-south team. So I think you're on to something, Tyler. I think we could see something like that, unless ownership is like, no, no, it's not happening. That's fair. Uh, the other big news of the week. It's been a really busy start to uh, 2024 from a news perspective. Uh, Willie Nylander, they call him Willie Styles. He gets paid $92 million. Uh, he won't have to ride the subway to work anymore with that kind of payday. What did you make of this deal for the Leafs? Look, I, I know you and I have texted back and forth. We've talked about this. We have different perspectives on this. And, and here's what I'll say. I'll say the guy deserved his money. He did. I'm not discounting the fact that this is an all-star player in the NHL, but I just think the Maple Leafs continue to step on themselves and they continue to you know, mismanage their roster construction. And you've got way too much money invested in these players. I think they signed this guy you know, at the top of the market, right? It's like buying a house right now. You buy a house right now, you could be in trouble in a year. You, you know, when, when's it gonna? When, when's the bubble gonna burst, right? I mean, is, so you did that with Willie Nylander. You bought at the tippy, tippy top of his stock. Is he a guy you trust to produce like this for eight years? I, you know, I, I don't know. But I'm not, I, you know, I don't know what the general manager is supposed to do. Obviously, it's a tough player to walk away from. I've told you guys across all your different platforms, the thing I struggle with the most is that when you look at $11.5 million and you look at other players in the league, Cam Fowler and John Gibson equals $11.5 million or so. And when I think about the Toronto Maple Leafs, what would help them win a Stanley Cup for the next three years? Is it the two players I just mentioned or is it Willie Nylander? I think it's unequivocally the two players that I just mentioned. So I, I, that's that's really how I feel about it. I think Mitch Marner is going to be looking for in the neighborhood of 13 to $14 million now, now that Nylander um, has that contract. And, you know, the other thing is, is no move, no trade, the entire contract. I mean, you're really painting yourself into a hole with a situation like that. And I just don't think that that's a, it's a wise decision. And I know that I'm probably in the minority of fans that, that feel this way, but it's how I feel. It's what I think teams win the Stanley cup with. And I think the, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to continue to flame out of the playoffs early. I think what what stands out to me is just the fact that the Leafs, and we talked about this on the show yesterday, yeah. but they get raked over the coals in every negotiation. They couldn't get term from Matthews in two straight deals. They couldn't get term from Nylander on the first deal. They couldn't get term from Marner on his first deal. And then now you look at Nylander, they had to pay above yeah. potentially market value yeah. to this guy. Like you said, tippy top right. of the value pyramid here. Like they don't win these negotiations. And when you're a market like that, that should be a spot players want to play in, 
I don't understand how you yeah. keep losing these. And and I, I I heard Frank say something on your guys on the daily face off, and I, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but he made a comment that I I you know don't tell him I said this, but I thought it was really smart. And he said, if you were doing a fantasy draft or you were redrafting players in the NHL right now, would Willie Nylander be in your top five? Would Probably he be in your top ten? I mean, I, I probably look at him somewhere in in the mid twenties, and so you know his contract certainly doesn't reflect that. Um, and, and you know, I, I think when you really think about it that way, you see, yeah, Tyler, like you said, Toronto continues to lose these contract negotiations and these contract battles, and you know, I, I think they're going to be in trouble. I think they're going to end up probably having to trade Mitch Marner. Like, I, I'm not sure what else they're going to be able to do. Because now you've got all these guys with no move, no trades. Mitch Marner's the, you know, like he's last man of the totem pole. And I, and I just, you know, after they flame out another year or two in the playoffs, they're, they're going to have to, you know, it's probably going to be another GM. Like who knows? But um, I, I just, you know, I, I, I don't agree with it. I, I've stayed on the course. Nobody convinced me, can convince me otherwise. So uh, we'll see what happens there. We'll, we'll have to revisit this time and time again, I'm sure. And uh, last area I wanted to hit on with you. The Oilers are taking on the Bedardless Hawks. Liam, the Bedardless Hawks are? Bad. They are, Colby. Uh, <laughs> did you give Chicago any hope in hell tonight of winning this hockey game? I mean, look, when you asked me to come on the show, I mean, obviously I was excited and and I started, you know, looking to see who the Oilers are playing tonight, what times puck drop, you know, how much coffee do I need to drink during the day to make sure that I can stay up to text with you during the game. But um <laughs> I'd like to see the Oilers make a statement tonight. You know, I really would. They've been playing unbelievable hockey, hottest team in the NHL. They've been getting goaltending. They're they're defending so much quieter and they they're just not they're not self-inflicting right now and the Blackhawks are absolutely terrible. They've got, you know, half of an American League roster. They're going to work hard and they have been working hard. Luke Richardson gets his guys to work hard, but I really would like to see the Edmonton Oilers come out and just absolutely thump the Blackhawks tonight to say, listen, we are going to continue to roll this train. We are going to continue to put streaks together. They're, they're finally in that playoff picture. They're sniffing, you know, we, we've talked and talked and talked they're right there, you know, sniffing at the door. Um, again, it, it, it's, it's, it's a statement opportunity to not play down to Chicago's level. Um, and, and look, you know, treat, treat the Chicago Blackhawks to the, the Connor McDavid show, because you know, that that's what it needs to be tonight in Chicago for the Edmonton Oilers. Do I have one more question? I think I have one more. Yeah, the floor I'll is stay all day, guys. Are you kidding me? I mean, come yeah. on. Anytime Tyler asks me on this show, it's like, I got to rearrange my schedule. No, you texted <laughs> me on Friday and we're like, hey, what the hell? Why didn't you invite me on the show this week? So I, I had to get devastated. It. I was devastated. And then I saw it was Louie and I was like, okay, I get it. I'm used to this kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. My question. Do you think this cut a Gauthier situation uh, in the sense of NCAA players not having to sign a contract right away? Do you think this could be like a big ripple effect now that they've seen one of the high-end guys yep. do it? 100%. 100%. I think you go look at American players potentially drafted um, uh, in the first round to, to, you know, Canadian teams, you know, to Calgary. We, we've seen Johnny Gaudreau leave Calgary, wanted to be closer to home. We see, you know, Noah Hannafin, you know, potentially rumors that he's going to be heading back East. Um, you know, the Jacob Truba situation was different because that was really, really a family thing. His wife couldn't practice medicine. She just went to medical school. That was a lot different. Um, but yeah, I think Cutter Goche doing this opens the door to every kid on that U.S. national world junior team that we just watched because they're all stars. They're all high-end draft picks. And, you know, look, it, it, we had Rutger McGrory on our show today. Um, and, you know, look, Rutger's dad wears the Winnipeg Jets hat. Every time I see him, Rutger's gone to development camps in, in Winnipeg. So I am making zero suggestion that that would happen or he would do that. But it's certainly something to keep an eye on. It'd be hard not to have your eyes open to these situations. And you almost start to wonder what kind of ripple effect this could have on the draft. 
And, and our team's going to start thinking, you know, like we've seen with Russian players. Well, maybe I'm a little too nervous to go there because you don't know what could happen. I mean, look, I, I think more now than ever, players feel emboldened to have a voice, um, which is something that I do like. I do believe players should have some control. They should have a voice. The NBA is a total shit show on a daily basis. I'm not looking to get to that place where players are just nuking their rosters every other week because they're upset about who their teammates are or who's not getting them the ball. But listen, a little bit of drama, you know, a little bit of player movement, a little bit of, you know, emotion and anger. It doesn't bother me. I I, I like it, but I, I do believe uh, that your intuition is probably correct that this will have a ripple effect. I think we're really in like the player empowerment movement of the NHL in a way like you had Kachuk only a couple of years ago. Everything that came out about Calgary this past summer too, Pierre Luc Dubois, now this, like it's very interesting. It is. Thank you. All right. I'm good now. I've got all my yeah. questions. Uh, the week. chat, Colby, you're, they're starting to warm up to you a little bit, uh, but they want you to do a favor. Can you go vote Zach Hyman for the All-Star game? I will vote for him 300 times before I go to bed tonight because not only is Zach Hyman an absolute star of a hockey player, he's a member of the tribe. You know, he he's a tribesman like me and we look after our own. Uh, and, and look, I, I've come on your show. I've talked about why this guy is as good as he is. And it's not just because of Connor McDavid. It doesn't hurt. But Zach Hyman is a guy who understands spacing better than most. He's like Braden Point, the way he finds the soft area. And that is why he scores goals. That is why he is on the pace to score the amount of goals that he is on this year. And I would definitely expect to see him and hopefully dry settle in the all-star game. I I'm sick of this one guy from every team nonsense. Yep. Let's just get the best players in the freaking world in the all-star game and see if we can revive a game that we all as kids love so much and has kind of become a little bit of a joke. I mean, let's, let's just call it what it is. It's become a little bit of a joke. You are uh, preaching to the choir. Yeah, Cody. Liam won't shut the hell up about uh, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is an issue. I know. Okay, we're not. We're out of time. Uh, D cards wants to know about your dog, Colby. Can we have an update on how your dog's doing? Oliver, they want to know about you, buddy. He's he's right next to me. Come here, bud. He's 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 sleeping right next to me. Well, he's not getting up because he's feeling a little bit lazy right now. But I can tell you this: when we were doing the the you know the wrap of our show earlier today, he wakes up from his nap, which is what he does all day, and decides that he's going to start squeaking his favorite squeaky toy during the exit of the show uh, earlier today. So his timing is usually impeccable, as you can see. Uh, I've got my 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 former dogs, Brady. Uh, my last golden retriever, I, I memorialize him because he's unfortunately no longer with us. Now I've got Oliver, who's to my right, my other golden retriever, and, and he hasn't been memorialized yet. Thank God he's a young one, but he's doing well. It's a little rainy today, so not a lot of not a lot of fetch outside for Oliver today. <laughs> I'm also he's looking at me. Your dog's not been a more. He's looking at me. Every time I say his name, he like looks up at me like, are you talking about me? He's sleeping. You know, that's what these goldens do. All right. Thanks, Cole. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. All right, boys. Have a great day. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... 
you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can find Colby every weekday morning Ooh. at uh, 7 a.m. Mountain Time on Morning, morning Cup Hockey. Cup or, hockey. I mean, it's a good drive to work show, too, if you're in Edmonton. Right? You can People get it on podcast. You can get it on podcast form. You can watch it at any point in the day. And his dog is still alive, Oliver. So thank goodness. That would have been really <laughs> you know, if he was. All right. Uh, Dylan Ooh. said that's good quality content. Uh, Kenneth Mark Holland, no, we're not going to ask him about Dry Sidle. Um, so giddy up. There you go. Uh, He's getting my all-stop picks in right Joel now. has been watching Morning yep. Cup of Hockey and says it's a great show. It is a very good show. I've tuned in a few times. Very. The production is on point. Yeah. Good production, yeah. good analysis. Except for when I, I think Johnny said something about McDavid pulling a Tavares and it was just like, shut Maybe I won't. I tried to, as you know, I have a little bit of pull within the network here. I tried to say anytime they talk Oilers, they need to have me supervising. Yeah. Like they got to ping me and be like, hey, we're talking Oilers in five minutes. And I, I don't need to be on the show. I just need to come like oversee the operation. Make sure they don't say shit like that. I think that's a f- yeah. the right idea. All right. Uh, Colby Cohen's appearance is brought to you by Star Mechanical, Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. If you want to find out more about what makes them the number one plumbing and heating company, you can go to starmechanical.ca, 24-7 emergency service, heating, cooling, everything. Star Mechanical has got you covered. It is now time. It's a game day assured for giant game day, which means I'm giving you your Charm Diamond game notes brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, proudly Canadian owned and operated since 1972 with more than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. Get a custom ring built and delivered in less than four weeks with the Masterpiece program and an unbeatable pricing policy. For more information, go to charmdiamondcenters.com. Here is your need to know information. The Hawks. Three, six, and one in their last 10. The Hawks are missing a bunch of guys. Yep. Their group of 12 forwards tonight combined for a total cap hit of $15.08 million. They've combined for 46 goals this year. The Oilers forward group, $45.525 million. So roughly $30.5 million more. And they've scored 103 goals. I can do that math. That's 53 more goals. The Oilers' first line costs more than the Blackhawks 12 forwards. Connor Brown's bonus is more than all 12 of the Blackhawks forwards. <laughs> that's true. That is not true. No, that's a fact. Um, but the way people react about it, you'd think it would be. Uh, so there you go. The Oilers, ha- I mean, this Hawks team is decimated. They're bad on the power play. They're bad on the penalty kill. Peter Morazic somehow has been like a lone bright spot for them this season. But the Oilers are going with their guy, Stuart Skinner. So the Oilers got the better goalie. They got the better first line, second line, third line, fourth line, top pairing, second pairing, third pairing. Maybe they don't have the better head coach. I like Luke Richardson. I do too. I, lo- I love Nobby too. Don't get me wrong, but I like, uh, I like Luke Richardson. I like Richardson because he seems just like a real guy. Just Which, the dudes, dude. Yeah. Like the other yeah. day, I, I actually really appreciate his comment when he when Bedard got hurt, just being like Brendan Smith made a hockey play. Yep. Some coaches like and Boris could. Kachuk, I think. But does that signal a disconnect between Richardson and Bedard? And could that lead to Bedard being available in a trade? Possibly. Maybe Bedard will ask out. Refuse to sign. Bedard for Gochia. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else on the game notes front? I think their leading score tonight for the Chicago Blackhawks coming into this game again. They're missing everybody. I I can't I feel like I can't hammer home that point enough. Uh, but the leading score in their lineup tonight is Philip Kurashev, eight goals, 15 points or 15 assists, sorry, in 33 games so far this season. After him, it would be Ryan Donato with six goals and seven assists in 38 games this year. So they have one player whose point per game is above half a point. I'll give you a game note. Give me a game note. Eight players on this Blackhawks 12-man forward group don't have a goal in their last five games. The only players who have goals are Colin Blackwood, who has three. Uh, Philip Kershaw, who has two, Dickinson, and Boris Kachuk, all have one. I got a game note. Is tonight the night for our buddy Connor Brown against a horrible team? And look at that third line. Third line for the Oilers, Kane, Brown, and Derek Ryan down the middle. Someone commented that Colby Cohn looks like Derek Ryan's younger brother. Yeah, I'd never I never noticed it. it before, but yeah. now I'm now I'm catching on to that. Yeah. Uh, RNH McDavid and Hyman, obviously. Drysaddle McLeod Fogel, obviously. Hamblin Yanmark Ernie could maybe be effective. 
I mean, again, they, they're going to get a good matchup. Yeah, whatever. They'll be fine. Uh, Nurse CC Ekholm, Bush, Kulak, Darren. I Phil Kemp recalled yeah, from Bakersfield. Uh, I like that when the Oilers tweeted it, they used a picture of Phil Kemp with a bloody mouth. I wonder how many teams in the NHL have two seventh round picks on their active roster. The Oilers have Vinny Kemp and Vinny. Look at that picture. Can you go full screen on that? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a man's man, Liam? And you know what, too. Last time the Oilers brought up Gleason, right? And now they've brought up Philip Kemp. It's good that they're giving these guys an opportunity to to see what it's all about, you know? All right. Oh, I missed this in the chat. Colby in all caps. Let me in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, classic Colby. Still here. Yeah, I think he is still he hanging is still out. Here. That's fine. Uh, yeah, Phil Kemp gets a recall. I was going to say we should have had... Maybe we can still do this. Because we're working on a big guest for this week, which has me excited. We're also going to have Frank Saravalli, but also maybe we should get like Bruce Kerlock on to tell us about Phil Kemp. Yeah, yeah. That'd be probably probably not a terrible idea. idea. I mean, I don't think he's going to play, but we get to know a little bit more. How good is your sense of smell right now? It's I Uh, can smell whatever's going on out there. What is someone eating for lunch out there? Probably one of those crazy. I hear giggling. Is it Brett? Oh, it's a Crave Bowl. Oh, cool. Oh, Merry Christmas, Tyler. Good thing I have the same one that Brett has. Mine's in the fridge. Uh, I just keep it in my bag. Cheesy loaded potatoes with Angus and beef. They got to sponsor the fucking show. Yeah, they do. Uh, um, what else do we got to do today? Small guess. Oh, shut up, Colby. Big guest, Colby. You're a big guest, Colby. Recurring guest. Every second week, we'll promise Colby Con. If, if he wants to keep doing it. And as like long as he doesn't ask for money. If he asks for money, we're, we're sure like That's not enough Colby. I think he wants to be here every week with us. Every day. He gets one <laughs> crave dinner. Well, you can, wa- you can watch him every day at morning cup of hockey. Yeah. So go watch. And then every, we'll, we'll do every second week here. Yeah. I think that's good. Do they know ever let you on that show? No, God, no. It's also like Frank Vitrano, Rodka, Maguri, or whatever McGrordy. his name is. Uh, they've had Frank on twice. <laughs> did you hear I caught shit on Calgary radio? Oh, really? Yeah. What? Really? Uh-huh. What did you, what did they say? So Frank was doing a hit on Calgary radio and keep in mind, I have never spoken to either of the two hosts. I didn't know their names. Perfect. So Frank goes, listen to this. And the guys basically said, Elias Lindholm going to the flame, to the all-star game for the flames instead of, I think it was Jacob Markstrom. Yeah. They said that would be like having one spot to go to the all-star game for DFO and sending Tyler Uremchuk and not Frank Saravalli. Oh, what the hell? Oh, what did, what did Frank say? I don't know. Wow. Who are these people? What are their names? Call them out. I don't know. I don't know their name. And that is their call out. We don't even know who you are. They probably don't know who I am. To be fair, but that's fine. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Maybe one of them. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe that amount of crap. I can't wait till Lynn Holmes and Euler. <laughs> can't wait till the Flames are in a 10-year rebuild dab. That they will <laughs> never give in to. Yeah, no, they continue to. <laughs> but the funny thing is, on a ten-year rebuild, they would still have Jonathan Huberto around. Ah, uh, let's keep moving along today on the show because we are getting somewhat close to the end. Here are keys to victory tonight for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. We are like three weeks away from this bad boy opening up. Sleek all-black yeah. exterior, ATVs, boats, boats, more boats. Other ATVs and side by sides. You can get it all at Sherwood Power Sports and Marine, opening in February 2024. What do you get when you combine the expertise, Liam, of Free Spirit Power or Free Spirit Marine and Power Sports, which has been around since 1985, and our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant, Sherwood Power Sports and Marine? Yeah. It's going to be excellent stuff. Uh, 371 Lakeland Drive in the heart of Sherwood Park. Liam, your key to victory tonight? Uh, just get out to an early lead. I think yeah, like just, I'm not. I don't know. I don't really have a key to victory because I think the others just stepping onto the ice and playing hockey is that key to victory. You know what I mean? Like I just if they do any like you remember last time they played them and the others were actually not good at all and they won four one five one whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, like Bedard scored and then the Hawks and just kind of like laid it. there. And then that's how I feel like tonight's going to go. And now that roster is significantly worse. The Hawks did outshoot the Flames at five on five in that last game. Uh, but they did get outscored three to two at five on five. It was the first time the Chicago Blackhawks have, or sorry, the Hawks outscored the Flames three to two at five on five. And it was the first time the Hawks have outscored an opponent since December 19th when uh, they outscored, somehow outscored the Colorado Avalanche by a score of two to nothing. So that means it is a stretch of 12 games where they were either even or outscored at five on five. 
The Oilers power play should start heating up as well. Like I really do think this should be a five, six, one win. I think it was rusty who predicted that in the chat. It was rusty or Lance who said it like five, six, one win tonight. Let's go. Probably should be the, um, do you have any more keys to victory? Uh, Pat Puff, who slept in today because his league bowling went late last night. He <laughs> said, would a loss tonight be worse than our loss yes. to the Sharks? Yes. Because the Oilers were not good against, like they weren't good when they faced the Sharks tonight. They are the best team in the NHL in current times. Yeah. You know, seven so, game win streak. No one so our key to victory, games. we're agreeing. It's just show up. Be show up. Make sure everybody's eligible on the game sheet. Yeah. Don't want to give them show an early cards play. to the ref. Mm-hmm. Line up for the face off and let's get this thing rolling, baby. The um, the NHL All Star Game voting concludes on Thursday. By the way, flash up the thing, Eric made. And oh, um, it. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Chris Johnson. I want the actual released a uh, released a list. Did you see the players on the list and where? So there's three Oilers in the top twenty right now. Boosh, Dry, Hyman. Yeah. So Dry is currently number three on the list. Uh, Hyman is not in the top eight. So we're going to have to boost him up, although he will get a bump from Panarin, but I still think that would make him nine. And he'll get a bump from Colby voting for him 300 times. Yeah, I just voted for him nine times. So that was during the show. Yes. It's that easy. I'm you literally that. put in your bets, uh, your picks, sorry, mm-hmm. and just click submit nine ballots. Ah, yep. uh, so yeah, there you go. Hopefully we can get at least two guys in there. I'm surprised a little bit. Skinner isn't in the goalie vote, not necessarily... Based off his performance, but just who the, the hell is voting for UC Soros? Yeah, Soros shouldn't be that. It should be Demko, Bobrovsky, Swayman. Honestly, probably Hill. Aiden Hill probably deserves to go. Remember when uh, Charles Barkley called him Boob Titsky? Yeah, that was big. That, that was, was big funny. for the for the league. Yeah. Um, I won my daily Wendy's survival pool. So did I. Move it along on the Wendy's game. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good, Liam. We got a big slate tonight. Like I had, well, just quickly. You go ahead. Yesterday, <laughs> what did you pick? I have Quinn Hughes point. I just need, you need the layup. A PT for Quinn Hughes. I went with un, or under one and a half PPGs for the Vancouver Canucks. You did. They Tonight, get... there are some options on the board. They involve SOGs. They involve. Some gold. S- yeah, yeah, that's what that would be. Um, either way, whatever you decide to pick here, I'm going Sam Reinhardt under half and AST and assist. Sam Ryan under an assist. He's only hit this in two of his last 10 games. That's risky though. No, it's not. Why do you it go so difficult? <laughs> like you could just take the layup and be like, yeah, I think Tage Thompson will get a point tonight. You I don't think Tage Thompson will get a point. Tonight. Who do they play? I don't even know who they play. I don't either. Let's have a look. NHL. This is awful content. <laughs> they play uh, Kraken. I'm going to go Tage Thompson point. 40% of the people agree. Yeah, you bet against you bet against Joey Decord. All right. You do that. Let me know. I can't believe that sentence. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're going over a PT for Tage Thompson. I'm going under point. on the AST for Sam Reinhardt. Assist. And I think both of us should go over half a BPMM for dinner. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, I think we should both go over half a Wendy's bacon portobello mushroom mal, which is back for a limited time. <laughs> I have a great story about that as well. But anyway, <laughs> sign up for the for the daily phase off survivor pool game today. It's sponsored by Wendy's and the Wendy's app, which is what you can use to download or to order your bacon portobello mushroom mal. Uh, let's move along to our Betway game day betting challenge. Jay not here on vacation. Somewhere. Usually we make fun of our coworkers when they go on vacation. He kind of deserves it. Earned, not given. Earned, not given. Unless you're me, in which case the vacation days are just thrown around like candy. I'm given those. Uh, Betway Game Day Challenge, can we flash up the leaderboard? Yes, sir. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Ooh. I'm in dead last. Jay Longer. is running away with this thing. He For chimed now. in with his bet. In Spanish. In Spanish. <laughs> uh, he's going money line and Nuge two plus points at plus 200. He is seven and 12 on the year, but up 11.2 units because he hit a couple of long shots. I'm going Oilers over 37 shots at minus 118. Uh, I'm five and 14. I'm having a miserable time, mm-hmm. but I think this is a safe one. The Oilers have been piling up the shots on goal. I think they could do it again today. I went on uh, an adjusted puck line minus Holy. three and a half. I didn't even see that. Till Plus now. 230, which feels low. I feel like that should be higher, but we'll take it. Or at least to win by four or more tonight. I couldn't find anything. I don't I hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah, I think I could, that's 
I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> so one time, me and my buddies were out for dinner on a golf trip. We were like 19. Mm-hmm. Everyone orders their food. Buddy next to me, his name is Eric, ordered. He goes, can I get the portobello mushroom burger? So brings it out and takes a couple where, bites. Where were you out for dinner? <laughs> Have I told you this story? No, I don't know this story. <laughs> <laughs> so we're out for dinner. I thought you were doing a Wendy's ad. <laughs> no, I wasn't. That's why I don't want to say where I wasn't Wendy's though. I just don't want to give another company a plug. Um, so he orders it and he takes a couple bites of it and he thought it was going to be beef with just like some portobello mushroom on top. Yeah, yeah. It was just it would the patty was just a big oh, portobello mushroom. Oh, he boy. takes a couple bites and he calls over the server. And again, we're 19 and the server was somewhat attractive, so I'll giggle. And he goes, hey, what kind of meat is this? <laughs> and she goes, it's just mushroom. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. This guy took two bites of just a straight up like thick ass mushroom. And then it's just like, calls this server. What is this? She's like, what do you mean? You ordered a mushroom burger. It's a mushroom. It's vegetarian. Uh, oh, that was funny. Luck. Tough luck for Eric. Yeah, tough luck for my boy Eric, who I'm not sure if he's watching the show today, but if you are, I'm sorry, buddy. Sorry to bring that up. Shout out, Eric. Let's wrap up the show with the menu for DoorDash. Uh, here's what your content menu is tonight uh, at Oilers Nation. New Oilers Nation radio going to drop later on this afternoon. Brayden says, why does Tyler sound like yeah. he's drunk? I have a really plugged up nose. He's excited. And I'm excited. And we had a good time. Colby was fun. Anyways, uh, New Oilers Nation radio drops later today. Also, pregame with boards. He gets going at 530 tonight to get set for the Hawks. Myself and Liam. Damn right. Myself and Aaron. Bag Milk as well. Joining me for After Dark, I do believe. Bag Milk, Oilers Nation After Dark immediately following the final buzzer uh, this Thursday. Just to keep on your menu for later in the week, we're going to be doing a watch along. Yep. Going to be watching the Oilers game live the whole Long game together on you. YouTube. So you should be subscribed to the YouTube. Yeah, subscribe to the YouTube and subscribe to the Daily Face Off YouTube too so you can watch Colby's show. Mm-hmm. 7 a.m. But even if you don't watch it live, you can watch it after. Tyler Mulek says, I would love to be drunk right now. Yep. All right. Um, Sergeant Battle says, I like the idea of mushrooms, but I don't actually like mushrooms. I don't like just digging into a mushroom, but I, I love cream of mushroom soup. You know, stuffed actually, mushrooms. yeah, yeah stuffed mushrooms are good. I um, I never really loved a mushroom, but recently I've been craving, I've been diving into the mushroom game a little bit more. Yep. And a good bowl of mushrooms with some like garlic sauce on them. Pretty, pretty strong, happy. Shout out to our friends at DoorDash. Get your favorite mushroom inspired dish from DoorDash. For a limited time, our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code NATION25. You know what my new favorite thing is about DoorDash? Uh, the Double Dash. The promo code? The Double, the double dash. dash feature. What's I that? do it all the time. So the other day, I order a burrito. Yeah. Okay. I'm sitting at home. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I get a little ping being like, hey, Double Dash is active. I can go on and for no extra delivery fee, there are certain restaurants I can order something else from. So I got my burrito. I could also, let's say, a place that sells ice cream pops up. I could go, I want an ice cream from there. And my driver will go get that at the same time he gets my burrito and bring them both over the Double Dash feature, pizza and bubble tea. Interesting burrito and ice cream. Interesting. These are good. good it's a nice little combo. feature. Yeah, interesting. All right, that's a wrap because we got to go run and do Oilers Nation radio. Uh, big shout out to everyone in the YouTube chat for the day. Um, I did mean to plug that the YouTube chat has a new sponsor. Oh yeah, it's our friends at Booster Juice. Booster Juice. Yes. From the 19th to the 21st of January, I'm going to be out in Jasper for the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. A special shout out to our friends at Tourism Jasper. And it's all being presented by Boosters. Look at that. That is perfectly lined up. Tourism Jasper, Booster Juice. That is a dynamic duo. It's going to be like Jay and I out on the ice in uh, in the Pond Hockey Tournament. Space is limited. You can head to chehockey.com for more information on the tournament. It is fueled by Booster Juice. Download the new Booster Rewards app to start earning berry points for delicious and nutritious smoothies, drinks, and food that will get you through the day. YouTube chat. Excellent performance to everybody. You were great. You performed. uh, You were, uh, what do I want to say? You were appropriate with a guest. 
Usually yeah. you guys throw a bunch of weird stuff out there, and I don't know there what to do. There was a couple chirps, but they were good nature They were good chirps. chirps. They were good chirps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I went skating the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rundle Park. You ever skate at Rundle Park? No. You, it's amazing. They put the paths like between the trees and stuff and kind of light oh, it cool. up. But I'm having trouble with my skates. Got to get them sharpened. No, I, I don't think they're the right. I don't think they're good. Like oh. my feet really hurting them. What so, size are your feet? I'm a ten. Like I what know, size of skates pair. do I need? Like, uh, do they have always... to be the same size as your shoe? No, they run on a different size. Oh golly, that's probably why they're not doing very good. Oh, that I can explains help it. Anyway. Yeah, thanks. That'd right. Be nice. Uh, okay, Oilers taking on the Hawks tonight. Six thirty pregame and starts at five thirty post gaming post game immediately following, and then tomorrow noon Mountain. Right back here on Oilers Nation every day with the Booster Juice YouTube chat. We will see you all then. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes, because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.